0: The opinions expressed on the radio program by the hosts, co-hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions and responsibility of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Genesis Radio, www.genesisradio.com, Genesis Radio's owners, management, or affiliate. I wasn't playing a day role, so we parted ways like Ben and J Lo. Should've been, did it, but I've been in the days though. I put friends over business into the day though. But when friends, business is they glow. Ain't nothing left to say though, I guess we forgot what we came for. Should've stayed in food and beverage, too much flossing, too much sand roasting I ain't a bitch, but I gotta divorce them. Hope had to get the shallow shit up off him. I ain't even want to be famous Niggas is brainless to unnecessarily go through these changes And I don't even know how I came to this Except that famous The worst drug known to man Is stronger than heroin When you could look in the mirror like Here I am and still not see What you become I know I'm guilty of it too But not like them You lost one, one. one. Let go to one, get one,
1: one. one, one, one. Lose one, some, the You lost story. one i champion, Sorry, I'm a champion You lost one
0: I don't think it's meant to be me For she loves to work more than she does me And honestly, at 23, I would probably love my work more than I did she So we ain't we, it's me and her Cause what she prefers over me is work And that's where we differ So I have to give her Free time, even if it hurts So breathe, mommy, is to serve You've been put on this earth to be all you can be Like the reserves And me My time and it's on me, It serves, So I have to allow she, her time to serve The time's now for her The time she'll mature And maybe we can All
2: right, everybody, it is February 15th My name is Mike
0: And
1: I'm Dan.
2: And this is The Hustle Hour Show You can listen to us on our podcast You can find our link In our Instagram account In the info Just click on that link And you can listen to us On our podcast We are always Here in the Uh, Genesis Radio Studio. Terry is always producing and uh, we are very grateful of that. So this is the season of love. This is the day after one of the biggest celebrated days in our business which is Valentine's Day. So we are here on February 15th. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. We appreciate you and uh, you know we're happy to do this show today.
1: Yeah, Valentine's Day is a full week and a half long with it falling on a Tuesday. So there has been a lot of love in the air we even had a proposal
2: absolutely so um lots of love and you know today i i want to break down the show in a little bit of uh, a couple different parts and today i want to talk about love you know what is love love is, is is love eternal is love forever um is love hard you know does it take work and what does it mean to each individual person to love
1: It's what we're all after in the end. Everything is about love in the end. When you really think about it, we're all just looking for love and for someone to love us for who we really are and also find someone that we can genuinely love in return.
2: Yeah. So, um, you know, love is definitely something for me that, um, you know, as I was growing up, I always wanted to find my love, I was always looking at a very young age for you know uh, the love of my life, um, you know. So everybody was that love of my life because I always searched and searched and searched for it. So I was always a very romantic uh, person, you know. Even in, I remember in the first grade, I took off one of my necklaces that I got, I think when I was a baby in communion, and I gave it to a <laughs> girl, and she ended up, you know, telling. Her mother and her mother called my mom and, you know, uh, you know, we got the necklace back. But I was always um, trying to make somebody happy to love me because uh, I think, uh, you know, some of us just search for that love and, uh, you know, I ended up finding it.
1: And that's what it is, though. Even when whether you know it and can feel it for what it is or you found out or you find out later, but it is it is all about it is all about love and finding someone that you can share your life with and act and truly love. And I find Sometimes you people will settle in a way thinking then that's what it is and never really truly find it and that's so sad but that is that is the goal that is the journey yeah, so everybody
2: has a love story I mean, a lot of people love love A lot of people hate love A lot of people have uh, different relationships with it But for, for me and you um, We have a totally different story A different um, love story Love came to us in a different way You never expect how love is going to come to you When you least expect it That's when it That's when it happens for you um, But I, I feel like with anything that we do in life, you have to have love. So if it is for somebody or it is for something or your job or your career or something, you know, you have to love it. You have to have that relationship with love because if you don't love it, um, you're just doing something that you just do or you're doing something that you hate. So loving it is is something that that relationship with anything and love is is really important in your life you have to find things that you do love in your work life and you have to find the love in in your partner you know you have to realize that in the beginning you know that crazy in love puppy love um is just that and it's great um and you have to continue to do things in your relationship over time to to keep that and to make it exciting and you know it can can get comfortable but this is this is you know marriage is 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 work everybody that anybody that is in marriage knows that it's work um but anything that is worth fighting for is going to be work um and you know you have good times you have you have bad times you have ups you have downs you know it's all a part of life but i think sacrificing and being with one person is is the ultimate goal and it's just it's true happiness it's just um you checking that box off for me and falling in love was one of the, uh, one of the happiest days of my life.
1: I think there is a common misconception that you meet somebody, you get married and it's just going to be easy and that you aren't going to put forth an effort or it's just going to be simple. Like I, you don't have to do anything to make that, you know, grow. And I think, people don't don't think much into it anything that you do love you do put forth an effort and you do tend to it and you do pay attention and you do you do the most you do the most when you love someone or something so i think i always think that that is an issue where you think it's just going to be this fairy tale and it's just you're with another human being who isn't necessarily just like you. So you are also paying attention to those things and knowing the things that all, that make them happy, that make them unhappy, that make them upset. You, you, are, you are just in tune in a different way. And when you care about someone, you pay attention to those things. And it doesn't mean it's not good things don't happen, but you are just, you put forth an effort and you do the most when you care about something. And when you love someone, you you, you're just, you're always strengthening that and always trying to be your best for yourself and for the person you're with.
2: Correct. And, you know, um...
1: Like, I was just, I, it's so funny, I was just getting my, my hair done not that long ago. I was get, it was um, just like a wash and blowout. And uh, she was like, oh, how long have you been married? And I had said eight years. And she was like, oh, you got past the seven-year itch. And I didn't really even know what that that meant. And I came home to tell you about it because it was just so funny. And and then I was talking to your mom about it and she was like, yeah, it's like a time where people either stay together or they break up or like get a divorce or separate or whatever. And it was just so funny to me because on our journey, I felt the hardest parts were in the beginning because there was just so many growing pains. And I'm not saying that, oh, it's a smooth, easy ride, but. I wouldn't say seven years i wouldn't mark year seven as my hardest year
2: yeah and I, and i and i don't think that we we have in our timeline of being together that we have a um a time that i could say is the worst i can say we've had hard times you know right you know that with with our marriage and what we do with our career is you know you have to you know everybody listening has to understand we are business partners we are best friends we're married we work very, very closely together, you know, being business partners and being in the same business. Um, you know, we work very, very closely together. We're each other's support. We do the hustle hour together. We work out together, um, you know, so we're we're constantly in each other's lives. And if you're around anybody, anybody in your life that much, you know that, you know, you're going to find out everything about them and you're going to find out what, t- what ticks them off and you're going to find out, you know, what makes them happy. And that's part of the journey. You you literally You know, people are. The thing is that people give up so easily on things. You know, when things get or bad, when they go bad, or you're having a bad moment, or you even have a bad week, a bad month. You could have a whole bad year in marriage. You can have, um, you know, that that doesn't mean you give up. It doesn't mean you give up on anything. That's why you got to keep your mind right, and you have to understand you're with another human being. And you know, if you're growing together, that's what this journey is about. You know. Being with somebody and loving them is loving them for their good parts and their bad parts. You want to help, you know, uh, push them to other limits because they're pushing you to other to, to, to your higher highest limits. You know, if if you find yourself and your other your significant other not pushing each other to be the best version of themselves, you know, and you get comfortable and you get complacent, you know, you can transfer that information into anything into your life. It's not going to be good. You're going to be comfortable. You are going to be. You know, uh, you make more you make more mistakes in your comfort zone because you are just comfortable it's it's boring there you know and when you live a boring life you know it it, it it's boring so you know you have to
1: <laughs> i don't live a boring life so
2: we don't live a boring life so you know we are constantly trying to expand our business expand our minds expand our marriage we're trying to go on a a journey together you know we're trying to live this life you know we're we're living this life and we're always jumping into fear we're always jumping into uh different you know it doesn't matter what we jump into it's just that we're always jumping and we're always looking and we're always um you know just experiencing different things on this journey of marriage and life and you know uh we all get annoyed with each other. Anybody, you could get annoyed with anybody, especially someone that you you were hanging around. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we love each other. And at the end of the day, it's 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 not even an annoyance. It's not even an. You, you, I get sick of myself. <laughs> you know, I get sick of myself. I look in the mirror and I'm like, wow, I'm sick. I'm just sick of you. You know, and and until you change, you know, um, I was I was running on the treadmill today. And, you know, I was having a we had an unbelievable three mile run today and the song that made me just run with just so easily was Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. It just came on and I was was I going to change it? And then I just kept it on. And and just the the words that he says in, in that song and what that song is about, it's just all about you literally can change the world if you change yourself you literally can just look in the mirror and change yourself you know so if you're having problems in your marriage and you're having problems in your life you know you, most of the time it's the person that is staring back at you in the mirror so at the end of the day is it your is it your significant other that's annoying you or is it you you know are you the problem a lot of us point the finger and we don't point the thumb
1: mm. i do love when you say that one of my favorites um man in the mirror depending on my mood will I feel like will bring me to tears whenever I hear that song so I can't believe you ran ran to that oh my god
2: I'm gonna switch this over here because I want to
1: but also I wasn't gonna work out today just you know I we had a busy valentine's day um seating in the restaurant I got home late I had every excuse possible even my trainer the day Monday was like oh you switched your Tuesday to a Wednesday and you're gonna have Valentine's Day like I don't know like I had everything going on why I wasn't gonna go in and then I was already tired and I'm like you're you were right it is so I am tired I'm not gonna be able to make it in and it wasn't until you were like I'm going for a run that I knew that I needed to do something and I wasn't gonna do a damn thing today
2: yeah so we went for a run and and you know you know, that's one thing that we do together. You have to do things together when, when you're a couple. You have to do things. You have to still go on dates. You have to still, you know, be cute here and there. You have to be romantic here and there. And sometimes it's not, it's it's gonna you're gonna go really long times and you're not gonna be that romantic. You're not gonna be that cute. You're not gonna go on a date, but you have to do those things. You have to keep it, you know, spiced up. You have to know what each other likes and, and dislikes, and you have to try new things together. So you have that memory together and you have that experience together. It's very important that you know you do have the the things that you do together that you love but then also you have to change it up and and try new things you know and i i really feel that you know this and we talked about this new generation, and everything like that. And I and I hear a lot that it's very hard to, to date online. You know, we got past that. We didn't do that part of, our, part of our part of our life. But, you know, that dating online is very hard. You know, a lot of people have relationships through social media, through texting, through all of that. And they, they barely meet when they are with each other. They're not talking to each other. They don't know how to talk to each other because this world that we live in is all social media. It's all texting. It's all they would rather text each other. Or be on social media together, or like each other's pictures, and do these cute things in their DMs. Then actually be together and talk to each other. So you know, I can't imagine dating in this new age. Uh, but I, you know, I, I really feel like a lot of the advice, the things that I see, even on Valentine's Day, celebrating it with with all of our guests yesterday, is that you know, the the thought of marriage, the thought of being engaged, the thought of being together, is sometimes a fairy tale, and they don't, you know, people don't really understand how much work goes into marriage how much work goes into you know just think of your your relationship with your friends you know a lot of work has to go into that so this is something that you know you have to make an effort when you get married
1: right and like any relationship those two people in it you know it ends when both people give up you know that's when it ends when both people give up. If someone is off or they're having a bad day, they're have you know you kind you you pick up that slack. It's such a balance work, but there's always someone who's putting you know who's putting forth the effort or taking more on. Like you just it is just such a balance, and you just even when someone is having a hardship between the two of you or things aren't going right, you know you're not giving up on that. And then when you're going through something and you're not feeling your best and you you know. Are having a hard time like that person's not giving up so it's just i feel like it's just never it's just not giving up it's not giving up in those moments
2: it's never giving up it's it's you know that no quit mindset it's that no quit um attitude that you have to have to um you know to have any kind of relationship um so yeah so i mean that is my that is my love conversation today um we're gonna switch gears here and we're gonna talk about health for a second so um you know, I have been going through a lot of different things with, with with my health, you know, by by switching gears and just choosing to be healthy. And you know, as you're 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 going, you know, what is health? What is health? What does it actually actually mean when, when someone says health is wealth? You know, um, you know, health is to be healthy, healthy mind, healthy body, healthy soul. You know, um, being healthy in the mind is to think and talk good thoughts to yourself. Healthy body is to have a fitness routine, challenge the body, work it out, but also put the right things into the body to make it healthy. You know, and a healthy soul is to just be a genuine person, to be good in all situations, to be the best version of yourself, be good to others, and be good to yourself. You know what I mean? Like to go and rest your head on the pillow every night and have a healthy soul and have a clean soul you know you have to get all of those in tune and work together to have a healthy life you can't just have one you have to have all
1: right and you also have to allow yourself the grace to make those mistakes have those moments that don't go according to plan knowing that you're not always going to make the right choices and know that you're going to have to just move on from that and just know that that's a part like that's a part of your learning that's a part of your moving forward like that's how you are going to get into the next stage of your life and it's with without those mistakes, you wouldn't be where you're at. So it's allowing yourself to move on and get over things at the fastest rate possible. Because I find I always had a very hard time moving on from things that I did when I made mistakes or I made a wrong choice. I went left instead of right. Like I would beat myself up over it very for longer than necessary. And I find that now I am Leaning a little more into it and allowing myself that grace to know that I've made a mistake and I can move on from that. And it is something that I've learned from it. So it's, I needed to go through that and I needed to make that wrong choice to get back in like the right lane. So also remembering that things aren't going to go according to plan and you're not perfect. There's no way any of us are. And just to keep that in mind that just keep moving forward. It needed to happen to get you to this point in time. Right. And that's very hard too. you know, it's hard to, like, take that in and say, oh, I made a mistake. Like, you know, you no one's going to be harder on yourself than you are.
2: Yeah. So so for me, like um, when I was 16 years old, I got in a car accident. Um, And when I was in the car accident, I was in the backseat of the car. It was a Chevy Lumina. They were going about 85 miles an hour, the driver. And there was four people in the car. And when the when the car um, stopped after it went over 365 feet down the road down a curb Um, there was Mm. there was red paint because it was a red Chevy alumna there was red paint 35 feet in the in the tree Um, so you know we rolled and we flipped up in the air and we hit this tree and um, that night when I went to the hospital so everybody survived Um, the driver was the worst of all of us Um, but it was a horrible horrible car crash and um, when I was in the hospital the doctors went to my father and they said you know we, d- we ran all these tests to find internal bleeding and we found out um that your your son michael he has we can't find his kidneys we can't image his kidneys we don't know where his kidneys are so so for me at a young age um you know that was the turning point in my life it was uh fortuitive that they found out that i had a kidney problem at a young age um during this car crash so you know um you know, you you need your kidneys in life to you know uh, take out the toxins of your blood and take out the toxins of all this kind of stuff. So you know, throughout this 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 uh, journey of these kidneys that I have. Um, you know, you go to doctor after doctor after doctor, and these doctors are just human beings and they're just people. And they've, they've only seen a certain amount of things and they've only been educated on a certain amount of things. So, you know, your my whole life since I'm 16, they've been telling me all these different things of how my life is going to go and what I'm going to need and, and all the complications I'm going to have. And, and, and constantly I did all these tests. I did tests that people have to do in their fifties and sixties and seventies. And I had to do them at an early age. So, you know, you, you go through this life of, you know a lot of people take their health for granted I've never taken my health for granted um, but that doesn't mean I was disrespectful to my health because I was mad at the world and I was mad at God and I was mad at everything because I had these kidney problems so you know I've had um, you know gout if anybody knows what gout is I had gout at 17 years old you know and that's a they said it's the King's uh, arthritis, King's syndrome, whatever they call it, because it's, mm-hmm. it's it's um, you know, you get it from uric acid in your blood and all this uh, from steak and seafood and all this kind of stuff. So for me, I've had um, a lot of complications in life. So and I was thinking the other day, if I could go back. I would tell my younger self that you know take care of yourself better because your health when you get older it only depletes you lose things that you know um, being young and having that youth you lose it as you get older and you should take care of your body because it is the temple um you know it is your temple that you have to take care of yourself and you have to be good to it because as you get older you know you'll be in better shape and you'll be healthier and what what is health to wealth right so you you can't have wealth if you don't have your health because as you get older you gain that weight as you get older you you to weird things start to happen to you and if you don't take your health seriously and i'm talking mind body and soul so i'm talking you know being healthy in your mind talking to yourself positively you know just that alone is being is is hard enough and then you have to actually eat things that are healthy for your body but what is healthy for your body you have to figure that out you have different things are healthier for other people's you know so you have to figure that out and then your soul so you know i would go back to myself and i I would tell myself that you know you have to take it a little bit more serious you could be as mad as you want but this is life and this is what you're dealing with you know make your your mind as strong as possible and just that's what you have to do you have to make your mind strong first and then the rest of it will follow you know um at a at a young age i I did steroids i shouldn't have done that either because that's bad on your kidneys you know um but i wanted to be big i wanted to be like everybody else i wanted to be like all my friends i wanted to be in that tip-top shape so I, i tried to cheat and and that that hurt me and then later on in life i found out that i had celiac disease which kills your kidneys so i was eating gluten this whole time and it was destroying my kidneys um and then once i stopped eating gluten and i found this out and i went through a whole period of my time that i was super unhealthy um because i was eating gluten and then i i I fixed that in my life and then it made me better. My, my kidney, uh, function shot up and, you know, it, it really fixed a lot, but the damage was done because, you know, we didn't, you know, celiac, people just started getting celiac. People just started getting gluten, glutened and all this kind of stuff, you know, and, um, you know, we live in a world where everything has to be shelf stable. We live in a world where everything has to last a very long time. We live in a world where, you know, um, you know, it's all about the money. If you follow the money, you'll follow why things have to to, to last so long on the shelf. So if you're not eating organically, if you're not eating, um, you know, healthy foods, if you're eating something that lasts a very long time on the shelf, it's probably not good. If you have to open it from a box or a package, a plastic container, it's probably not good. Um, you know, so those are things that 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 are hurting us so they're poisoning the food they're taking things out of the food they're chemically putting things in the food to make it hurt you so that's why there's more people with more problems more allergies there's more allergies now than ever and you know um, so you have to watch what you're putting into your body you have to watch what you're digesting in your in your in your body you know people that smoke people that do drugs people that drink constantly you know that stuff is not good for you you know, you have to, you only regret it later. You only regret it later when you have these problems with your kidneys. With You can't see your kidneys. You can't see your liver. And, you know, if you could, if you could look through your body and you could see how much it affects it and you could see it by looking at it and seeing it, we would treat our bodies differently. Um, you know, so... These are things that I've had to deal with. These are things that I deal with constantly on a daily basis. I can go to sleep one night and I can wake up with a whole slew of problems. And it is what it is. So I have to keep my mind super, super healthy. I have to keep my mind super, super strong to get over these these things. So just think, you know, I do this Hustle Hour show. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm in real estate. I do restaurants and I have... These these medical things that can hold me back. But I do not allow these things to define my life. I do not allow these things to define anything in my life. I want it to be defined in, in, in different ways. My hustle, my work ethic, I, I keep my mind strong. I keep my mind sharp. I'm I'm now into super fitness and I'm making myself the best version of myself. Even though I do have these problems, I leave them at the door every every day. And I get up and I I stay positive and I will never quit. And I'm just on my fitness journey i'm i'm on my mental health my my body and my soul so you know it doesn't matter what is happening to you in your life if you keep that positive mindset you can get through anything and it does not have to define you it doesn't have to be your excuse every day not to do something you know there is no excuses it is what it is those are the cards that you were dealt in your life and you have to get over it and you have to move forward and you have to push forward and it only defines you when you allow it to define you
1: Mm. Well, that was so heavy. I mean, how do you even follow up with it? You know, I just I pray, I pray a lot. I pray a lot I pray to to be strong, to make the right choices, to just all of it. And it's just it's just, it's just a it's a crazy life. And when you think about the things that you are putting in your body because when you're young you don't care you don't care about anything you're drinking you're eating it is about it is about how it tastes it is about how cheap it is it is all the things that matter and how you prioritize things are just so different as you grow and get older and you think about the things that do matter and your health be- slowly that your health is so low on the scale when you when you're young and a teenager and you're in your 20s when you just turned 21 and it just slowly rises rises and you and then you think about it and you do have these regrets so it's you want to be kind to your body you want to do all those right things but it you know it's never too late to have a fitness routine it's never too late to start eating right it's never too late to make a difference because nobody knows what it is that's going to make you better like even with you you know. Even with you, like we would go to the doctors and they would say, "Oh, well, this is your kidney function, and that's that." And then we go back again, and it's 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 up, and there everybody is wowed. So I think your journey is your own. Nobody can tell you what you need to do, what you need to eat, how you need to act. You have to figure that out on your own by being proactive.
2: Yeah. Anytime anybody says proactive, I think of the acne care that I had to take care of I know, when you, I was a teenager. You always see that, I know. And I but, love um, to
1: say proactive.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, but uh, it's 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 something your your health. I'm, I'm telling you now, if you're hearing this, if you hear anything that I'm going to say, is take care of your health. Health is is you know health is wealth. What does that mean? Health is something that you cannot have wealth if you don't have health. You know, if I was to say to you right now, um, here's a million dollars, would you take it? Yes. Okay. If I said, you're going to die tomorrow, would you take the million dollars? If, if you take the million dollars, you die tomorrow, would you take it? Of course not. Okay. So, the money is worth nothing to your life. Right. If I said to you, here's a million dollars, but your parents die tomorrow, would you take the money? No. Okay. So, the money's not important. Your parents are important. Right. You know, and and this is something I've heard and, you know, it made so much sense to me, you know, and I could go on and on and on and on about, you know, with that analogy. And there's so many things that you would you would never choose the money, you know. So wealth is not about money. Money is is just a tool. Like I've said before in previous shows, you know, your your family, love, you know, your health. You cannot have anything if you're stuck in bed sick. You cannot have anything. You can't have a marriage. You can't have a career. You can't have kid. You can't have anything if you are not healthy. So you have to take care of your health. You have to take care of your organs. You have to take care of your mind. And if you have a healthy body and, and, and you are doing things bad to your body, you know, shame on you because, you know, some people, some people dream, some people dream to have that healthy body, you know, to be at 100%. And, you know, you're taking it for granted, you're taking it for granted. And, you know, that is that is my health talk for today. Um, you know, uh, health is wealth. Take care of yourself, mind, body, and soul.
1: And find somebody who you're going to share your life with that has similar interests when it comes to that. Like, I am, I am healthier because you are on this journey. It is so much easier to do this with somebody else versus alone. Of course, you can do anything on your own, but it's so much sweeter and the goal is so much bigger when you're doing that together with someone. Yes.
2: So the next part of the show I want to talk about um, living with intention. So I heard this whole thing and I researched it and I, because I I wanted to know more about it before I spoke on it. Um, And it's living with intention. So a lot of us let life live us and whatever comes at us we handle it and we handle it because life is happening it happens no matter what and and most of us we live without intention and what do i mean by that for example if the laundry has to get done or you're thirsty for a glass of water what happens you do the laundry or if you're thirsty you go to the refrigerator you pour yourself a glass of water and you drink it that's that's doing something with intention the reason that you're doing it is with intention so we do things throughout our day with intention because we, we have to do it if we have to go to work we have to take a shower we have to go to bed we have to walk the dogs we have to you know we do things with intention because what is the outcome is what we want mm-hmm. so if your goal of the day is to drink a gallon of water and you fill up a gallon of water and you drink that gallon of water throughout the day, you just achieved the goal because you did something that was intention, you, with with intention. So if you wrote that goal down, I want to drink a gallon of water today in your journal, your manifestation journal, I want to drink a gallon of water today. You wrote it down because you're going to have the intention to drink that water. Then you fill it up on intention because you wrote it down. And then you drank it because you, you wrote it down, you filled it up, you might as well do it now. So a lot of us we stop at our thought.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We stop at our thought, or we don't even have the thought. So therefore, we're not living with intention. We don't we have our goals, and the goals sounds so sweet in our head. We might even live the goal, right? But then we do in our daily life, we do everything but live with the intention of doing and achieving those goals. So we're not changing anything in our life. We're not living with intention to hit our goals. If we live with more intention in our life and we schedule our life with more intention, you are now living life and you are going to hit your goals because you're doing things with intention.
1: It's the cause and effect of everything. You wonder why things aren't panning out your way or going how you... like see them going and it's because it's because of intention it's because of how you're going at it it's as simple as it is as simple as laundry like there are you either let it pile up and then you have these like for me like if I let the laundry pile up it just I won't have a good day. So why am I allowing things like that to happen? And then there are certain days where I am going to do this. Like I tell, I am going to get the laundry done. I am going to stay on top of the stuff in the house. I am going to get up early. I there are just when I tell myself I'm going to do it and get it done, I get it done. I am going to do that. But when I, when I complain about something, and I do nothing to rectify that situation that is kind of where there is no intention. I, I've made no moves to move forward and make anything better, like no solution. So it's just the cause and effect and just makes you really think about how you're living your life and how to streamline that and you're in total control.
2: You know, intention is doing something intentionally. That's what intention is. You wanted to do it, so you did. Mm-hmm. Most of us, we live this life we, we we live life without it, and life just happens to us. And then we react when life gives us the certain situations. Guess what? If you're living intentionally, you have to react to the things that life is going to throw at you anyway. Your schedule might be off that day because life happened and you have to take care of it. But guess what? Right after that situation, you're going to go right back to living the intention that you want it's taking control of your life it's taking control of your dreams and your goals you have to remember you are your thoughts whatever you think that's what you are the man who thinks he can is correct and the man who thinks he's he can't is correct so whatever you're thinking you are who whoever you want to be you have to think about you have to live with intention to be intentional If you want to hit your goals, you have to do small steps to hit your goals. You have to get out of your comfort zone, live an intentional life to live the life that you want to have. A lot of us, we think about the future. And what is thinking about the future? Cause it causes anxiety. It causes depression because our thoughts, you have to think of it as like a highway, cars, trucks going by. We have all of these thoughts in our mind. Whatever our thoughts, our thoughts are what we're watching, what we're talking about, and if we're we're going through a whole day and we talk to a lot of different people, we watch a lot of different things on social media or the or the media. We have a lot of cars going by on the highway. You have to think about on that highway: are they just thoughts that are going by of everything that you've been watching, all the negative stuff? Is that who you are, or are you going to take control and and just know that that? is just a highway of thoughts. It doesn't mean you have to think about everything on the highway. No, you're gonna let them pass by and you have a strong mind and you're gonna take control of your mind. Thinking about the future causes anxiety. Why? Because it's the unknown. You're making it up. It's unknown. The future causes anxiety. When you work out, it makes you think of the future less. It makes you think of a more positive future, to be honest with you because you're working out and it makes you feel good. Endorphins are released in your brain.
1: And it allows you to be in the moment. You yes. literally are present.
2: Right, it, and the reason why Diane's saying that is because you have to live in the present because working out is not easy. You have to focus on it. You have to figure it out. You have to figure out that you know, you're know you running right now. Oh my God, I'm running, I'm on the road machine. I, I have weights in my hand. You're only thinking about that. So it, it, it gets rid of that anxiety. You're not thinking about the future anymore. A lot of us, we sit at home, we're sitting on the couch, we're watching a show, We're whatever we're doing, but we're not being active and and our mind is not being active. So what does that mean? It makes us think about the future and now we're depressed. Now we're depressed for two days. Now we're depressed for three days and a month and a year. And now we have a problem. Now we go to the doctor and they're prescribing you hiking. They're prescribing you drugs. They're prescribing you all these different kinds of things because all you do is sit and think about the future. You have to take control of your life your your mind is a highway of ideas. Your mind is a highway of different things that you can think about, of all the things that you consume. That's why we talk about consuming positive material, positive healthy stuff in your mind so you have more of that going by in your highway in your brain so you can choose to think about that. That's the thing these days. We 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 have there's so much negative, there's so much information to consume. And most of it is negative. Most of it is to control you. Most of it is to put you in a depression. They want you in a depression. They want you as a sheep. They want you to think about what they want you to think about. They don't want you to think for yourself. They want you to think about what they want you to think about with their messages. They love when you're having problems mentally. They love it. They love to prescribe you medicine. Take control of your life. By living with intention. You don't have to live the life that they choose for you. Live the life that you choose for you. But you have to know what that is.
1: And that is just, and it's trying different things. It's getting out there. It's, it's not staying complacent and living a life that you feel is what's expected of you. And doing what it is that you truly want to do. I feel like it's so easy to kind of follow the mainstream and and do what everyone is doing and just kind of going with that flow when it doesn't even make you happy and it's something that you find no fulfillment in. So, you know, it's asking questions, it's questioning things along the way, like, do I like this? Do I want to do this? Can I, am I, how long am I going to do this for? Am I happy? And asking yourself periodically because things change all the time so it's just always questioning those things and a lot a lot of times it's out loud and sometimes it's internally to yourself and being real with yourself when you answer those questions because it can be easy to lie to yourself too so it's just it's being real and knowing that are you happy
2: right and speaking of lying to yourself you know a lot of the times the reason why we lie to ourselves um, we, we lie to ourselves a lot because we like to say how hard our life is and we have it hard and this happened to me and this happened to me and this is wrong with me and this is this. And we tell ourselves these excuses all the time. We tell, you know, and when we're being lazy, we like to be lazy because we like to tell ourselves how hard our life is and all these problems that we have and this and that. And that's why I'm lazy because my life is hard and we have these excuses that we constantly, you know what, that is a weak weak mind and you have to work on it it doesn't mean you can't be strong it just means just like you have if you want a six-pack you gotta you gotta do things to get a six-pack you have to work your mind out to have better so you're not telling yourself those excuses we are constantly people are telling themselves that they're they have this hard life everybody has a hard life Mm -hmm. everybody has a hard life why are there people that are at a higher tier than you because they've gotten more of control of their mind you know so we make these excuses you have to remember this one thing the why if you don't have your why of why you're doing something if you don't have the why on the front part of your brain of why you're doing something you forget why you're doing it and just because the journey is long doesn't mean you forget the why and a lot of us quit a lot of us forget the why and that's why we do forget because the journey isn't quick so it's easy to remember the why in a quick journey yeah Of course, what I'm going to drive two and a half hours to the beach to Seaside Heights from Pennsylvania. That's how long it takes that whole time. You know where you're going. You're not going to stop halfway and be like, I don't want to do this anymore. No, you're going to drive to the beach and go and enjoy it. Right. So there's nothing to see when you're on this journey of fitness. There's nothing to see on this on this journey of making your mind strong. So we forget the why we forget why we're doing something. You have to remember what, what you're doing this for. You started it. Remember when you started it, something and you were so excited and, and it was an idea. And then, you, okay, I, I did step one. I'm really excited. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And then what? You get to step five and you're like, you know what? This is hard. I don't want to do it anymore. And then you start making your excuses. You know, like, oh, that did pop up. I did. The doctor did just tell me that. Oh, work just happened. Oh, this just happened. And you start talking to yourself like that. And you just validate all these things in your mind about why you're not going to do it anymore. Why you are going to quit. Oh, I'll just do it next week. Oh, you know what? I don't have to do it this week. Oh, you know, and you just make these excuses because you forgot the why you forgot that excitement of the why, you know, and if you write down the why every single day, it's, it's going to work for you. And you're going to be able to overcome that at the hardest part. Cause you know what, what happens when you achieve it? What happens when you do? Achieve your goal and you got past that part, that that huge wall, that roadblock of, of you wanting to quit. What happens when you get to that? Uh, most of us have no idea what it feels like. You know why? Because we do quit. We do forget that why.
1: It is such an illusion that people don't have problems. And I remember reading this. It was this quote and it was like, you know, you can't judge people because they sin differently than you. You know, like everyone has problems and it's so easy to look at someone and just assume that they don't have any or that yours are so much more difficult. Like it it's they are because everyone's different. Like even I am from my youngest brother, we're twelve years apart and we're so of course, we're so different in our hardships and the things that we find difficult, he finds easy, the things that come with ease for me are not so Um, simple for him. So it's like if I were to compare, if I were to talk about my problems and he doesn't have those, how could I weigh or even put them on a scale to balance compared to his? There's still a hardship for him. There's still something that he is trying to elevate from. Even if I have never experienced it or found that to be easy for me. You know, it just goes to everyone has their own problems and to think that yours are higher or more is just such a silly thought process because we all have our own hardships and what is easy for you will not be easy for somebody else. So it's just remembering that, that everyone does have that hardship. It's just whether you're going to allow that to hold you back or not.
2: Right. So you just reminded me of something and I don't remember the comedian who did this, Um, But it was uh, I wish I could remember right now, but he had such a good analogy of your problems. And and, uh, he was like, you know, what if Jesus came down right now to to everybody and said, you know what? I want to get rid of all of your problems. So take all of your problems and throw them on the floor. Take your problems, every single one that you have, and throw them on the floor. And we're all going to stand there and we're all going to look at them right now we're looking at our problems and we're and we're we're up above and we're looking at our problems and now we have no problems anymore and then Jesus says okay now go grab the prop go grab your problems go grab them as fast as you can and what if you went to grab your problems but somebody else grabbed your problems cuz their problems were worse and the only thing left is their problems now so now you have to grab their problems because they took your problems because yours was less than theirs. And then you grab their problems and you have... You know, and he started limping on stage and he's like, all of a sudden I have a limp. He's like, my, my one arm is dead. He's Now imagine if you had to have someone else's problems. Now your problems aren't as bad anymore because... You have no idea. You only have your problems. Mm -hmm. And there's someone out there who has worse problems than you. And I'm probably not doing the skit right. And I don't even remember the comedian. But it just hit me. And I'm like, wow. So if you get rid of your problems and then you you have other people choose the problems, they might not pick up their problems. They might pick up your problems because it's less than theirs.
1: Of course. Like it's comparing. You can't compare you can't compare because everyone is so different. Your life experiences are different. Your outlook on life, the way you were raised. There's so many different elements to who you are as a person that to compare anyone's problems to each other is pointless and it makes no sense. That's why when you think about it, there are some people who have their issues and they keep on moving forward and there's some people who use those issues as their excuse to stay in place, stay complacent, stay comfortable and just n- not move forward, just run in place. And it, it's just knowing that. You make that final decision. You make that choice to let it be. That is my that is my damn problem. And just keep on moving. And knowing you're going to keep moving forward. Not allowing that to just hold you there. And anchor you.
0: Right.
2: So, you know, um, the cards that were dealt in life. You know, some of them you could change. Some of them you can't. You just have to come in terms with that. You know, um, life is going to go by no matter what. So you choose the life that you want to live. Um, you know, life is not easy out there. It's not easy for anybody. And sometimes people make it look very easy. Sometimes it it you think about things and you, you look at the highlight reel of their life and you think, wow, it's easy. You know, they have it. But you shouldn't be worried about what other people have, what other people don't have. You should be happy when people succeed it just shows you can succeed you should be happy you know and and see people's failures because that that teaches you something as well you know you can learn something from everybody and also understand that just because you know we have this mental block that we we, we judge people we're we're humans so we judge people and we we you know we rate people from where how much we respect them for what they've done in their life like because we've been you know um, From a young age, you know, you just you find we're told what is successful, what what isn't successful, what's respectable, what isn't respectable. So it's like we we're always judging everybody and just realize that anybody that you come in contact with, you have respect for anybody that you come in contact with. You can learn something from. But if you're closed off to that idea, you're going to have a very hard time in life because I've learned because I have to meet so many people. You know, and I once judged really, really harshly on a lot of different people. But then I once I I dropped all of that and I became humble and I became, you know, a person that is is somebody who who wants to be better. You realize that you can learn something from every single person out there. You know, I, I don't judge as harshly, you know, um, just just this little simple thing as as Rihanna performing at the Super Bowl this weekend. You know, um, there is so much bad talking on her about what she did, and this and that, and it was underwhelming, and and all this stuff, and I just think about it, you know, and I immediately go to the other end of it, and I'm like, imagine this girl who grew up, had a dream to be a singer, not only had a dream to be a singer, got into fashion, did everything, you know, did things the music industry's way, did things her way, messed up. Didn't mess up, came out with hit songs, had songs written for her, maybe wrote a couple, then went into fashion and makeup and all this kind of stuff. She does her own shows now. And, you know, and then and then she makes her whole way. She's in this career forever, you know? And then she goes on stage, and then she's being lifted up and singing and and, and doing all these songs, all of her hits over the years, just trying to entertain the the crowd. And, and during the Super Bowl, she's at the friggin' Super Bowl. She's performing. And the comments that people have towards her. Just imagine she got off stage and ran and and was excited, you know, like, I'm so excited. I just did the Super Bowl My God. And then imagine reading all those comments, those people on their couches at home, just sitting there judging her. I hope she
1: didn't read those comments, you know,
2: you know, just judging her and how people judge in this society and how mean people are in this world, you know, like, and I don't know, Rihanna. I don't care. The music industry to me is 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 something that you know i used to like put on this huge pedestal but it's it's just normal to me you know like it's just this is what people do for a living you know what i mean and i was just proud you know like proud of of somebody who i have absolutely no idea who she is you know like because i think you know we don't get judged you know if somebody was to go into your home right now and judge you on your work Or what you do or what you eat and under a microscope like these people are or you know like how what would they say about you what would you say about you you know if you were on tmz every day or you were on in the spotlight every single day imagine imagine you know even as little as people leaving us reviews or or telling us their opinion on things in the restaurant like imagine if we followed them around and reviewed their life you know, people have these 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 thumbs that love to just post these things. And and I guarantee you 99% of these people are not like that in real life, but they're just weird. It's weird to leave neg- to actually leave a negative review for anything in the world. Like, I don't get it. I'm in a world where people love to talk and say the worst things about you even if they've had 100 great experiences in your place. It doesn't matter. They'll never leave that review. They'll leave the one bad time. Like people don't make mistakes. Like we're not allowed to make mistakes. Like people are not allowed to make mistakes. It's unbelievable. But if you follow them, how many mistakes can we find in people's lives? Right. But we're in this world now where you can say whatever you want to people. You know, of course, there's freedom of speech. I believe in all of that kind of stuff. And I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about how people, mind, body, and soul, healthy mind, body, and soul, you're not healthy if you can leave those reviews that mean nothing. Hmm.
1: They're not thinking of the next step. You know, they're not thinking of, they, it's always such a, like, tender subject for me, reviews. Um, I find because I I am in an industry that is full of reviews and people who can leave them on multiple platforms on so many levels and just tear you apart. I find myself never leaving reviews and if I ever do have some kind of issue or problem, I am am quick to go to the source, I am an emailer, I will call, I will, talk to whoever is in charge. I find having that interaction for my personal situation is the way I go versus putting something out there. You know, you want to give someone the benefit of the doubt. You want, you know, problems are going to happen and it's all about how you approach them and how you solve them and how they treat you not thinking everything is perfect and why wasn't it perfection it's did they care enough to fix your issue did they try their best did they put forth an effort but there are no reviews on how that goes so it's all about it's so superficial and it's so wanting to speak to just speak and hear your own voice and it's so Frustrating. I can't say enough about negative reviews because you just know that person didn't say anything and didn't do anything because they're so much more powerful when they're alone and on a keyboard versus actually voice using their voice for whatever the mistake, the problem, the concern. So I feel like, you know, I wish there was more people talking to someone who could make a difference or change your situation, your outcome versus thinking, you know what, I'm going to review them horribly because that's what i feel like doing
2: yeah and a lot of the time it's a Mm -hmm. reflection on them it's a reflection on themselves but you know um you know i i don't know i'm i'm the kind of person that can't
1: trust someone who leaves reviews they've just too much time
2: yeah you know it's 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 just the Twitter, it's the the Twitter fingers, you know what I mean? Like, it's the fingers that, you know, uh, I don't know, I, I'm i more of a, if I have a problem, I'm the kind of person that likes to tell you, mm-hmm. right to your face, and, you know, respectfully tell you, and then we can get over it and walk away from that conversation, and it's over, I will never think of it again, and and sometimes it's not even worth, you know? Like, I, I saw this funny meme the other day, and it was like, uh, you know, You go to a burger place and you order a certain temperature and you send it back because it's a hair over or hair under. And then someone comes to the barbecue at your house and it's a charred burger. (laughs) You know, like that's the burgers that you're serving at your house at your barbecue. You know, like sometimes you don't need to. Sometimes, you know, you don't need to. And uh, I don't know. something. We're we're living in a weird world right now, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, But today I wore my Rocky shirt because uh, I was feeling Rocky-ish. I was feeling eye of the tiger today. Um, That's one thing I kept repeating on the treadmill today. Eye of the tiger. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear my Rocky shirt today. So that's the kind of day I'm having.
1: 60 degrees and it's summertime here. I couldn't wear to no sleeveless today.
2: Yeah. So um, I love the red lipstick on you, by the way.
1: All week for Valentine's Day. I'm giving it a go. See if I feel like a different person.
2: Yeah. So love is in the air. Live with intention. Know your why. And health is wealth. Take care of your health today. Don't start on Monday. Don't start on Tuesday. Start today. Whatever day it is today, that's the day. Your next meal, start then. Your next meal, start then. Your meal right now, throw it away if it's not good. Start right now. Go to the gym. Get a gym membership. Don't get a gym membership. Buy some resistance bands on Amazon. Do some planks. Run around your neighborhood. Do something. Spark your fitness journey. I promise you it's worth it. Let's live a long, healthy life with our mind, our body, and our soul. My name is Mike.
1: And I'm Diane.
2: And this has been the Hustle Hour at Genesis Radio. Thank you, Genesis Radio. And thank you, Terry.
1: Thank you, Terry.
2: We appreciate you. We started the show with Lost One by Jay-Z. That's what I was feeling today. Sorry for the curse and rated R. Explicit content. All right, guys, have a great, lovely day. Happy Fra- uh, February 15th.
0: Thank you.